Hello and welcome to First Graft, the podcast where I, Heidi James, talk to you about the writing of my first draft of the novel Sound Mirror and all that hard graft. How are you? What are you up to? What are you doing? What are you reading? What are you writing, more importantly? Let me know. Contact me in the usual ways. There's a webpage for this podcast called First Graft. Um, or you can get hold of me on Twitter at Heidi Pearl James or on Instagram at Heidi Pearl James. And there's a Facebook page too for the First Graft. So it's not so hard. I actually got a really lovely message from Ford Dagenham, who's an incredible writer, poet, and prose too, but lots of incredible poetry that's just had something published recently um, with Tangerine. But he said he um, has been thinking a lot about character and plot until he can't tell the difference. And, you know, there is, of course, lots of received wisdom that there isn't any difference between the two. Um, and he says he's been reading Richard Stark. His Parker novels are boiled down to the basics. He says there's a quote from the split. That's what death is, getting your heel caught in a crack of time. Yeah, I haven't read that. I need to. Sounds good. Sounds good. Um, shorter one today. I'm still marking and finishing up teaching term. Um, a really beautiful bunch of creative writers, so that's pretty exciting. Um, and then I'm going to take you guys out on a research trip. And there's a launch party next week. So there's a new book out, a uh, new anthology that I have a story in with published by some such stories who have a great website and also they publish on print too which is exciting um and in that anthology as well as my story there's work by luke turner daisy johnson sophie mcintosh octavia bright joseph keckler Ema o'toole siobhan Leddy, and lots of others so it's pretty stellar lineup i'm delighted actually to be in it I feel very privileged to be amongst such rarefied company so great stories um so it's out now edited by Suze Olbrich and you can pre-order it so yeah it's pretty exciting um so I'm happy about that it feels like an achievement sometimes when you're writing and it feels a bit lost doesn't it and like you're in this void and it's been slow going as you know because of work and teaching and everything and I've been thinking about why that's it's been so difficult to write recently and what's been holding me back and a couple of things have come together I was watching The Keepers um, if you haven't watched it then do but if you have any sort of abuse or trauma in your past then watch with care because it's hard hitting and it's difficult but that's been making me think a lot about what I'm writing and what I want to achieve with the sound mirror. And then I came across Glennon Doyle, uh, another writer, on Instagram. And one of her posts was really, really stood out for me. And she's talking about how 
how she's just finished a book and how she's done a book tour and how she met these incredible people. And then she says, listen to me, our stories matter. We must keep telling our stories, even when it's scary, because we must constantly remind each other that we are not alone down here. You are not alone down here. And that really spoke to me, um, those two things. And that's why I, I think it's been so difficult to write the book and why I'm prevaricating and I'm fussing about with different characters and do I do this with the structure and do I do that with the structure and how do I play with time and how history is running concurrently and that, that, that it isn't linear and that history is continually breaking through. And actually what I'm doing is giving into fear and thinking, I don't have a right to tell this story. Now, I am writing fiction. This isn't memoir. But it, it's very close to experiences I've had personally and people in my family have had. And I think that's why I found it so difficult. There's a part of me that doesn't want to wash my dirty linen in public or keep a stiff upper lip or I don't have a right to tell those stories. You know, all that bullshit that you have internalised that you should shut up, put up. And that is really what's been holding me back. And then, I don't know if you guys saw what happened in Ireland with the young woman, the teenage girl who was raped and they held up, they got her to hold up her underwear, which is just fucking disgusting and outrageous and just has no bearing. I, honestly, I mean, I don't need to explain to you guys. It's beyond the pale and... Until we change our society and our treatment of victims of abuse and violence, then actually we haven't had enough of these stories. And by not telling it, maybe I'm not reaching out. And fuck it, so I'm going to do it. Is it too much information? I don't know. But I'm not going to give in to that fear because by giving in to that fear, what I'm doing is being silenced yet again in the same way I was when I was a four-year-old little girl and someone hurt me very badly. And again, when I was eight, nine and ten. And again, when I was beaten shitless and raped by an ex-boyfriend when I was 14, 15. And he chalked threats on my way to school. Um, and on and on and on. So if I don't write this, and again, what I'm writing is fiction, but based on things I know and have heard. But if I don't write it, then I'm being silenced yet again. And that brings me back to something lovely Ben and I were talking about last week, about how writing is witchcraft, it's spells, it's transubstantiation, it's transmutation, it's shape-shifting, form-moving, and how, you know, for me, language is an accumulation of meaning, of drifting, of waves, gathering and gathering images, symbols, myths, untenable, I guess, delusional, often misinterpreted, desirous. Of course, language is a desirous, isn't it? Desirous of understanding, of connection, desirous of pushing away, creating gaps and tears, and that's what the novel has to be. So I need to fucking pull it together, grow a pair of ovaries, fucking woman up about this shit, and write the baby, get the work done, and write. So I'm going to be talking to an incredible writer 
next week an editor and teacher called Rebecca Latin Rawstrom. She's also a critic. Um, I'm going to be interviewing her and talking more. She's going to talk to us a little bit about psychic distance. I don't know what that is either, but it sounds exciting. Uh, and I'll be reporting back. Hopefully I'll get to chat to Daisy and Sophie and all those other incredible writers at the launch party. So I'll be able to report back, tell you some stories, be a bit indiscreet, talk about drunken shenanigans or not, and maybe even convince them to come on the podcast. That would be bloody amazing, wouldn't it? I'm not going to take up any more of your time, but I am going to leave you with a beautiful piece of music that my lovely husband, Joe, wrote specially for me and for the podcast. Um, so I'm going to leave you with that. As ever, this has been produced, recorded, mixed. Who am I kidding? I've just done this on my computer. By me, Heidi James. I'd love to hear from you. Let me know what you're up to, where you're at, what you're doing. If you like the podcast, subscribe, share tell people about it and i'd love to hear from you as you as you know so let me know what you're up to and i will speak to you next week with a much longer proper formed podcast but no more fear fuck them all no more silenced let's just fucking write our fucking shit mm-hmm.